everyone, and welcome back to the JoyClicks Gamescast. This is episode 44. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined by the Cozy Conductor and the JoyClicks Conference Champion, Kevin Diaz. I'm in the future, Christian. Mm. I'm in the future. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, you can see a little bit. I can see a tiny bit. A little tiny. I would unplug it. Wait, should I? I kind of want I, I want you to do the entire episode with it in your lap. I really do. You know what? Okay. Um. Let me just turn it off. Though. I don't want to. Yeah. For for audio listeners, Kevin is of course referring to the off. fact that uh, today, as of recording, November twelfth, the next gen has arrived. Xbox Series launched a couple days ago. Today is the launch of the PlayStation Five, and of course, Kevin has uh, his very own PS Five in his possession. Okay. I'm gonna shut down the PS5 completely because, as you know, it's un- mm-hmm. it's very bad to unplug it with the rest mode. So, I'm I'm, I'm always going to turn it off. I do that with my phone sometimes. <laughs> I don't <laughs> really know if it is, but I never have. I, I I'm too scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I I try. You know, I shut it off sometimes, and then I unplug it, and then when I do it the right way, sometimes they still yell at me. They're like, "Hey, you didn't shut it off." It's like, "Hey, the power was off." What are you telling me I shut it off improperly? Um, it's just, you know, it's just the warning signs seem very scary sometimes, you know? I don't know. Yeah, and there's a couple uh, hiccups on both sides that we'll bring up later in the show. But today we're going to get run through, of course, uh, what we're playing. Um, Kevin played some Bugsnax. I've played some Destiny. Uh, we're going to go over both of those and course we got some news uh the game awards has some some updates uh sales records for one of our favorite games of this year ghost tsushima as well as the mass effect collection officially being real and of course pots pots this week we're going to be going over our predictions our expectations for the 2021 lineup for the ps5 kevin now has it in his lap you know what i'm saying so here's uh Look, look at the rare digital edition. Very, very rare. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. no... I love the way the digital looks, honestly. I know I'm very biased because I have one, but I think it honestly looks really, really good. It almost makes me wish that they put the disc in the middle of this black part. You know what I'm saying? Maybe move these USBs up. That makes sense? You know, just, sl- just slide these up and then put mm-hmm. the disc drive within the center of the console, but it's all good. Mm-hmm. I love it, though. Also, the way it sits on my desk, I wish that the logo was over here on this side, so it's facing you. Ah, okay, I see. That makes sense. But that's just a matter of just like me putting it to the left of me. But when it's on the right of you, the logo showing. But that's a mm-hmm. little small thing. But I digress. But he's here. He's chilling. He's uh, honestly, you know, it's big. I don't think it's like horribly big maybe i'm just used to it now but you know what actually that's not true because definitely when it came out of the box it was like oh like (laughs) (laughs) you're you are a console for sure yeah like i'm looking at my ps4 pro right now just thinking about comparisons i saw earlier like yesterday and yeah yeah that thing's big it's big i mean because the thing is i have my ps4 standing up vertically right now um and honestly, weird, because I always lay it down, but recently I started just standing it, and it is so much more quiet. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't use a stand or oh. anything, so it's just flat against the surface it's on. But yeah, standing yeah. up vertically, it's like way quiet. I used to stand my PS4 Pro vertically. Dang, I have to say I used to. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But uh, it was still loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was still crazy loud. So. That's fair. It is uh, what it is. Before we continue, though, patching us, of course, uh, where we can correct, update uh, ourselves on previous episodes, give little bonus things. Uh, I feel like the only real one this week is you now have a way to use a dual sense. So I do. I do. So as of this recording, guys, mm-hmm. I have not played Astro's Playroom. I, li- I literally just got done editing and uploading the unboxing videos i still haven't really done anything with this console yet only like mm-hmm. ui stuff and things are that well things are not downloading right now but they were downloading uh but yeah so that's that's all i've done mm-hmm. so far so next week i expect more deeper impressions of course oh for sure yeah um also this arrived in the mail for me my probably no not my last ps4 game but my first physical PS4 game in maybe two years. Uh, Miles Morales. It's a nice looking oh. box. Okay. All right. Have you played it yet? No. I, I installed yeah. it at the end of my Destiny 2 stream that I did earlier today. Um, gotcha. And I wasn't sure when we were recording, so I didn't want to like get a little bit in and then have to just pause like 20 minutes into the game after it finished installing but um i have for comparison's sake the disc as well of uh spider-man ps4 and let me tell you kevin i'm glad i did this because side by side they look fantastic together it looks so good together okay okay love to see it love to see it. yeah i actually Oh, you, you guys can't see my shovel here, but there was a bunch of PS4 games here. Mm-hmm. I traded every PS4 physical game I had, even Bioshock, because I saw it was on sale 90% off. No, 80 or 90% off. It was like 10 bucks mm-hmm. for Bioshock 1, 2, and 3 remastered. That was the only physical game I had that I wanted to play. I was like, you know what? Let's just take the jump. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I bought it. 10 bucks, no big deal. Traded in. The only two games I kept, though, or God of War and I tried it for it. I couldn't let those go, you know? Sure. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. Now, I ordered this a few days ago, right? Because I wanted the pre-order I wanted at launch day. Um, mm-hmm. I ordered it because I was like, I wanted to look, I want to see it next to the Spider-Man box, you know? Because I have the Pro, the Spider-Man Pro. I have the physical Spider-Man game. It's one of my favorite games ever. And then I was like, after the order went through, I was like, oh, so I guess that means I'm getting a disc PS5. <laughs> and the more I've, th- I mean, yeah. the more I've thought about it since even before then, I was like, kind of turn around on the, yes, I prefer digital, but like, I'm gonna like having the option when there's games I'm unsure about that are gonna be 70 bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, it's something that me and you probably talked about a lot too. Like, I was on the edge either way, but I think at the end of the day, it was just like, you know, I really don't buy physical games, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's 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 pretty rare. So I figured, you know, overall, like I think this was the this was the better. I'm better or not, it was just the option that worked for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what I would say. And some people got super lucky because I've seen two instances of this now. People who bought the four hundred dollar digital version, they get it shipped to their house, they open it, and it's a disc PS5 yeah 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 i was in line thinking hey 
if this what are the odds this this happens to me because i saw the first it was courtney cutney i think um i saw his post while i was in line on my ps5 and the ps5 line to get it was like an hour long christian there were a lot of people in that line that were not aware that you couldn't just walk in launch day and get a ps5 wow. there were a lot of upset individuals <laughs> they were visibly mad yeah mm-hmm. um but i was like man what are the odds that i get a standard edition <laughs> in my box but it's a it's a it's a digital all all symmetrical in its glory you know what i'm saying yeah it's all does it look big on the camera yes yeah it kind of does yeah like, it, it looks like stupid top. tall i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is. It is really tall. It is. It is very, very tall. Yeah. I, for comparison, my PS4 Pro is off, but I'm uh-huh. gonna hold it just for comparison's sake. Now I don't know how accurate this is gonna be because I don't know what our sizes are for comparison. Jeez. Good point. But I'm holding up the Spider-Man Pro. Mm. Yeah, like man, man, that's that's huge. <laughs> yeah definitely definitely that, that is big definitely. okay and like the the middle black part is great but man it catches fingerprints prints like no other oh yeah i saw that the and second it, you pulled that up i was like oh my god it is it is it is gonna be a dust magnet like no other but it's all good it's all good it's, it still looks great well um that's the only next gen cover actually no it's not uh that's the exciting next gen coverage for the day but we have two games both of us have been playing um one of them is very soon going to become next gen the other one is available now if you own a ps5 and if you have playstation plus you can just get it instantly and play it when you get a ps5 uh kevin tell me about bug snacks i saw your review on pss good review what do you think much appreciated much appreciated thank you uh bug snacks surprised me precious because look i'm gonna keep it honest right uh you know when we first saw it revealed it seemed like okay like a whatever game to me like i wasn't sure if like if i was gonna play it you know the song slaps mm-hmm. right but i was like you know like eh, i don't know right um but then it got announced okay it's on ps plus if you have ps5 it's the first ps plus game uh so that's pretty cool and if you guys aren't, if you guys don't have a PS5 yet and still want to redeem it, you can do so. I think off the app, you can redeem it onto your account. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can do it on the PS4. I don't think so, but you can do it on the web browser. I did that on okay. um, the like the the store, the website. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So web store or the app, you can make sure you get it. Um, it is going to be available for two months on PS Plus, so you, you have a lot more time than usual um but bug snacks i played on ps4 christian i gotta tell you it was a it was a great time christian. It's, it, it's a very very fun like game that if you're just looking for just legit positivity fun you're gonna get it right and there's a whole and i think it was you that was telling me that hey like there's something going on with bug yeah. snacks in terms of yo there is definitely something going on, all right? Like, uh-huh. obviously, I hope nobody knows until they play it for themselves uh, and it doesn't get spoiled, but there is definitely something, and it is great. Mm-hmm. It is it is great. Um, but overall, like, what it came to pass for me is that, like, Bugsnax is essentially kind of a puzzle game, you know? It's it's a little bit like a puzzle game. It's, it's essentially you 
going out you you play as uh, a detective uh you get this call from this uh uh they're called wubs i think or what's the one of the main characters in the game uh calls upon you to come to snack to island to investigate this phenomenon are bug snacks uh which are um half bugs half snacks right so you go and essentially the main gameplay loop is you using your camera scanning uh these these different bug snacks seeing what they like what they dislike their patterns and all that and you having to try and catch them right uh some are very easy to catch some are very hard to catch some you have to wait a time wait for a type of day not type time of day to be able to catch them and when they'll come out some come out night only you know etc you get um different like sauces in the game as well so like you get peanut butter hot sauce chocolate sauce etc some bugs like that so you can use that to detract them i think some i know some don't but now that i think about it, like maybe you could use like the sauces that they don't like to to bring them in another direction okay that makes sense like mm-hmm. i think that you probably do that but i digress it's all about using your tools at your disposal to uh catch these bug snacks uh for a specific person for a like person in the game whether they want you know to oh and then when you eat bug snacks which you don't eat a bug snacks in the game uh they never mind i'm not gonna say that but uh other characters eat a bug snacks and their body parts change to the snack part of that of that bug snack that they eat so if it's like a a uh, cookie one of my favorites right mm-hmm. they can turn their right arm into a cookie or a bunger you know it's a mm-hmm. burger uh it's it, it's just really endearing you know it's a really endearing fun game i think that once people play this i think that you're gonna see this game blow up low-key on twitter i don't know how long like this game is gonna last in terms of like the viral sensation but i think it's definitely gonna go viral i think a lot of people are gonna like it a lot of the bug snacks are really endearing really really cute um uh especially the bungers I think they're really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just a really chill, fun game, you know, and the the soundtrack is phenomenal. The voice acting in the game is phenomenal. There's so many, so many good performances for the voice acting crew. They did a really, really great job. Yuri Lowenthal is uh Chanlo. Chad Chanlo. Also, if we ever do a bug snack spoiler cast, mm-hmm. all right, I need to tell my story about how I did my boy Chanlo because that's pretty much all i have a story about that okay right? I don't, obviously i can't tell now but i have a very specific story about chanlo that we have to talk about at some point um but overall it's great and in, in my review this may sound a little bit hyperbolic honestly i compare it to death stranding <laughs> in terms of like you're given a task and you're having to use the environment use what you know about said task or thing that you're trying to achieve and you know use your tools to be able to fulfill said task you know it's like very like open-ended like that where uh you're not told exactly what to do mm-hmm. you're supposed to go out and figure it out and like i found that really really fun really relaxing and stuff like that it was very relaxing because i was playing it during uh elections and all that so sure, it was yeah. you know something to just get my mind off things you know mm-hmm. um but i really recommend bug snacks I really recommend it. It's like a six, eight-hour game. Not that bad. I thought it was great, honestly. 
But... Great. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. Um, I never played Octodad, but all the inspirations that uh, Young Horses, the the devs kept like citing for this game, were all mm-hmm. games that I really like. So it was like uh, Pokemon Snap, uh, Viva Pinata. Um, I saw Bioshock was one of them. I haven't played Bioshock. I just think that's a funny list. Yeah, um, I played a little bit of Bioshock. I'm not sure where that is I, from. See, that's the thing that tipped me off that something was up. I think since they said Bioshock, it means something story-wise. So that's probably what it was. Um, oh, okay, maybe, yeah. But but now I, want, now I want to play Pokemon Snap, though. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, oh, wait, I understand what Pokemon Snap could be now. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing what Pokemon are from me playing sword and everything and like yeah. you know i'm like oh wait that could be really fun actually but go yeah. ahead well there's that new uh new pokemon snap next year so there, you go. there is very true very, very true uh so you spent your time talking about bug snacks this week i did some destiny stuff destiny 2 beyond light i saw i was very very jealous i saw i saw you were doing your thing mm-hmm. tell me about it so beyond light uh, first up, we gotta preface this with the event that ended the season of Arrivals. Kevin, if you're not playing the Destiny seasonal content, you are missing out because it's basically an expansion spread out across a, a certain number of months. Like, the season of Arrivals, I didn't buy the season pass, but what that brought with it is a unique quest line with cutscenes, um, a new game mode to do on every location kind of like a, a public event um exclude now it's gone it was only for that season and it gave you a bunch of just new stuff to do and the season ended with an event where before the servers went offline for 14 hours so they could prep and release the beyond light stuff um Bungie, Luke Smith tweeted out like, hey, yes, we're doing another event like the Almighty thing earlier this summer. You're going to want to be in the tower before we shut down the servers. So I got in at 7. Servers were supposed to go down at 10. And in the area, there was, like in the tower, um, there was a quest you could activate that was called, I forget what it was called, but you went to the last city. So the streets of the city beneath the Traveler is where the mission took place. Oh, and cool. it was third person so it was just you walking around like you do in the tower and you're going through the streets of the city and people kept like looking up at the traveler pointing npcs and it was like an energy that was building around it and you progress until you reach this um this final terrace area that is at the base of the old tower from destiny one and you're looking up at the traveler right and then as we get closer and closer to 10 p.m. when servers go down, more and more energy is building until like a ghost and Eris are going on the comms, being like some some things are happening, ghost is freaking out, all this stuff's going down, and then the traveler sends out like bursts of energy. I think it happened like two or three times. And the final thing was uh, everything was getting very, very bright. Screen got washed out white. Uh, hard cut and then it showed the director you know where you go to like pick what planet you want to go to it showed yeah. it showed that and the darkness that hid the director in destiny one like the squiggly wavy lines that was like okay as you progress it reveals more and more of the galaxy right 
the darkness like swallowed everything that was being vaulted so like the only places left were earth the tower nessus and the moon and the dreamy city and the reef but the darkness swallowed all these other planets so like mercury titan io all gone because we know they're being vaulted and canonically the darkness like overtook them um and then 14 hours later beyond lights out we booted up we're answering some call on europa the travelers healed it looks the way it did before gaul showed up and messed it up yeah that's that's really dope actually yeah so that was that was the live event that was what the end of the season event was it was super cool uh you were either there or you weren't but um it, it was very cool and i'm missing out i'm missing out for real mm-hmm. i'm missing out but in terms of the actual expansion for beyond light uh europa the new ice planet the new destination uh it's great it's obviously the environmental design and destiny is always amazing um it has some of my favorite environments i think so far in like since destiny one um it's very refreshing seeing a snowy planet i know rise of iron had the snowy cosmodrome but this is like full-blown arctic Um, right right so environmentally it's great they added dynamic weather so you you could be just strolling along all of a sudden a snowstorm happens you can barely see in front of you uh, somehow that's not annoying so they managed to make that work great um so in terms of a location i think europe is great i have beaten the campaign there's a bunch of post campaign stuff to do some new quest lines and some new exotic quests i can do that i haven't started yet but strictly in terms of the campaign i it feels like it's an act one interesting like we we you and i talked about this when the future of destiny 2 event happened earlier this summer of like hey super cool we're getting explanation about these pyramids they're gonna be playing the long game we're building somewhere mm. um the story of beyond light yes it marks a new era but it is very much like okay if you look if you're looking for answers you don't get a ton of answers here it's more like hey find some solace in knowing that npcs you're familiar with like eris and the drifter npcs that you have nostalgia for like the exo stranger um even zavala are like hey darkness can work some of us aren't happy about it but dark powers can work um Mm -hmm. and i think that's going to set up the path we walk until lightfall whatever story they build with the pyramids versus the traveler the light versus the dark um and having seen through the campaign it it feels like okay we did our thing here we stopped aramis this villain that wanted to weaponize darkness for the fallen and this will eventually lead into something else so uh it took me probably like five hours to get through the campaign i spent a lot more time in the cosmodrome just running through for nostalgia but i I think it's a very good time to hop in on destiny um the new path for brand new players i think is great it's a 60 gigabyte install now so if you were curious about destiny before i i think free to play great place to hop in beyond light if you're in it you're gonna enjoy it um 
So yeah, and also those new powers are super cool. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So I know you talk a, a lot about how like you want Destiny to like build to something bigger and like have an actual like I don't know, just like build to something you yes. know really really big that they have never done before. Do you see that happening right now with Beyond Light? Like after beating the uh, campaign, like do you see them potentially building to something that you want? Oh yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that will come in future expansions, but I think there were seeds that were planted in this one that's like, okay, that thing that I wanted them to do will happen, and Beyond Light is the first chapter of that. So, like, they implement the darkness as a power, they have people doubt you, they are being like, okay, Drifter, Eris, and Stranger all think it's fine, and it can be controlled. Zavala's like, hey, I trust you. But um, it's not your friend. Remember that. Right. Like, be careful. Ghost is also very doubtful about it. And considering two expansions from now, it's called Lightfall. Like I think they're planting seeds here of like division among the Guardians that we will see continue over the next two expansions. Uh, of course, we have a bunch of seasons in between. Um, the season of the hunt hasn't kicked off yet on the quest line. Like I have the artifact because I got the season, but. Uh, as far as an individual story quest, that hasn't started up yet. I think that might be next week or the week after. Um, I will say, I've seen some fair criticisms of like, hey, you took out a bunch of stuff. You didn't add, you added like a fraction of what you took away with the new content in terms of weapons and maps. But like, I don't think that's a one-to-one. -one. Yeah, like it's not, I mean none of the expansions before were anything like the same size as like you know like they never expanded like additively if that make you 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 get what i'm saying right yeah like, if I, there was the, yeah the specific you know, thing i've seen is yeah. like hey this adds like a third of the weapons that forsaken did and we just took away like all of the beginning year one content so on that level i understand being upset by that but as someone who really loves Destiny, I'm not super hardcore about it in terms of playing every single piece of content, like the raids or all that stuff, but right, I really love that game, and I'm just excited for the future more than anything else. You know, I think it messes with the grind for some people, but everything I've experienced so far, I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah. yeah. The one thing I'm not a fan of is these ice powers in crucible kevin it's a mess are they op yeah because the thing is i oh, i was man. i was, i did not play crucible at all since beyond light dropped but i was doing a stream of it and like i was talking in the chat and it was like something was going on i got frozen i was like dang that's like a full six seconds of being frozen before like if you're trying to get out of it um when the enemy uses cryo against or um stasis against you and i was like dang that's a long time and then the chat was like it's the exact same amount of time in crucible so if somebody freezes you in crucible you got like a full five or six seconds where you're just exposed immobilized yeah that's entire like even though like destiny crucible right mm -hmm. has a pretty slow time to kill like mm -hmm. you that's no five six seconds <laughs> yeah. no no that's not also, that's not gonna go down also when you break <laughs> out of stasis you lose three quarters of your health 
Oh, the the stasis takes some health too. When you break out of it, yes, you are down to a quarter of your health. When yeah, you break out, no, of it. they like nah. either nerf the hell out of it or just don't allow dark powers in Crucible because it's fine without that. But yeah, yeah I mean. That, I can see lowering it down, like lowering it down to three seconds and maybe taking off, not like taking off maybe at max half your health. Let's not do like you're down to a quarter of your health when you come out after a six second pause. Like, no way. Dang, that is crazy. Mm -hmm. But as far as the actual powers go, they're super fun. I I like using my ice staff as my warlock. It's, It's cool. It's very powerful. Also, some of the some of the fights were a little tough, so be prepared for that. If you want some challenge, you got some. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there next month. Yeah. Um, I'm very, I'm very anxious. I, I almost want to boot up now, but I know I won't get the full experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to wait for it, but. I'm very Speaking excited. of Crucible, though, this can bleed into some news. Um, I saw that Crucible for Series and PS5 is going to be 120 frames. I did see that. Now I don't have a 120 hertz monitor, mm-hmm. so I won't be able to reap that benefit. But that is fantastic. That is yeah, that is awesome. such a great thing. Now I wonder, like that has to be 1080p then, which like I'm fine with because like in multiplayer, I think everyone would agree that like frames matter more than how the visuals look in Crucible specifically. Yeah, you know I mean, I could yeah. maybe see it be a 4K thing still, just because it's an old game. Like, you're right that and i guess like the art style like isn't particularly like that crazy demanding i don't think that's crazy to say that might be crazy to say i don't know like the characters no and there's not really yeah, any yeah. particle effects some on some supers yeah. and but like maybe, it's the environments right. more than maybe, anything i think maybe it's over 1080p yeah for sure for sure maybe for sure for so because sure. they said 4k 60 for like single player right yeah, yeah. for next gen so i think so yeah okay, okay um we'll see we'll see but yeah that's that's a great addition yeah that re- reminds me of like how uncharted 4 runs in 30 frames and i think 4k or super sample to 4k on the uh single player but then runs it runs at uh 60 frames and lower resolution of multiplayer you know that same thing as well mm-hmm. um very very good to hear very, very good to hear. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how that ends up working out. Um, December 8th is when uh, that's coming. But also in December, the Game Awards. The Game Awards, uh, we got our official update. We are about four weeks away from the ceremony. Um, as far as this podcast is concerned, we will be doing um, our voting, you know, as we do, because we're, we're a fan vote. We're not an outlet judge vote, but we do we like doing these. We did these for Cross Circle all the time. We did our votes. Um, next year, Christian. Next year, we will get next the panel year. access. Next year. Joy Clicks panel. Let's go. Let's um, go. So, Keeley did tweet out that um, this was cool for me. I liked this, seeing this. Um, they are returning the orchestra, despite not having the event being held in a, like, a theater you know it's like it's still going to be this weird mix of it's still live but it's also like the fandom kind of of like this weird (laughs) isolated thing um but the orchestra the game awards orchestra will be returning they're going to do their game of the year melody like they always do uh lauren balf is the musical director i'm not familiar with them um oh okay hold on 
BAFTA nominated composer recently they scored the films of Mission Impossible Fallout and the Lego Batman movie. Okay. I have not seen uh, Mission Impossible, any of them. Dude, the last couple. Oh, man. I hear good. Fallout is like incredible. Yeah. Like, le- like straight up legit I- incredible. Rogue yeah. Nation and Fallout are both 10 out of 10. They're fantastic. Damn. Um, also, fan of Tom Cruise. Fan of. Yeah, dude's crazy, but he makes some good action movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, he's one of the actors that like just does his own stunts, and it's like you don't have to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you really don't. <laughs> yeah, there are people that get paid to do your stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, so yes, the game awards. Uh, it will be on December 10th. So we are very close. I don't know when the nominees are going to be revealed um probably the middle of this month actually probably any day now because last year the cutoff was like today i think wasn't it yeah, it's like fallen order came out like a, two days after the cutoff and it, that was like the 15th last year i think i bet we'll get them next week honestly yeah i bet i bet next week we will get the nominees so i'm yeah. very excited to see that mm-hmm. and uh kevin you're sitting here as the conference champion your title's on the line soon it's true i'll we'll have to put that on the line you know I'm yeah excited. gotta do another wager we'll war gotta predict these uh ex- these um exclusive world premieres on the kiwi stage exclusive world premiere yeah i'm excited i'm excited, I'm excited. because there's a lot of stuff that like where is silent hills mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying where is kojima you know where like, is like, Elden like Ring? there's where is Elden Ring? Exactly. Like, there's there's a lot. Now we have the next gen. Now it's like, okay, now that we're here, mm-hmm. where are we going to go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 going to be cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm very I'm very excited for Game Awards. Very excited. Oh, me too. I am every year. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of Elden Ring, though, last week we talked about how Elden Ring showed up in the news after forever. Um they just tweeted it in response to a Sekiro announcement. They were like, oh, hey, yeah, also, thanks for being excited for Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> Which I'm like, damn, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phil Spencer is in the news. Uh, in an interview with GameSpot, he said, quote, I've seen actually quite a bit of the game. I've played quite a bit. Uh, this is clearly the most ambitious game that Miyazaki has done. So this is sort of feeding into the idea maybe that yes xbox has the marketing deal like they did with sekiro and can like now back-to-back games i'm wondering if they dive into a timed exclusivity deal at some point or something um because i and many other people fall under the idea that xbox microsoft still is hungry for a prominent big Japanese um, presence on their hardware. And I think this year we've seen them be like, oh, our answer is to just buy things. So I, I could see a world where Elden Ring, not necessarily from software, but like Elden Ring becomes uh, tangled up with Xbox in some sort of way that maybe not everybody's happy about, but uh, I can't wait for that game. I'm stoked for Elden Ring. Yeah, it'd be interesting if, like, Elden Ring becomes, like, the quote-unquote, like, Bloodborne of the Xbox console. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, from them. Like, I think 
I think there's a shot that we can see that. I think it's obviously like there are alarms going off of like of anyone to say that they've played it. It 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 can't be just brushed aside if Phil Spencer has said that he's played it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's you know like I would imagine like Keeley would 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 say that. You sure. know what I'm saying? Or or this on the third or or just like someone big in games but not tied to like a platform per se. But to have a have a Xbox head say that you know that's 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 that I think has to mean something you know or or at least or like at the very least some sort of marketing deal you know what I'm saying like what you were saying with uh Sekiro with uh Sekiro how they had that like there's some oh wait no wasn't Elden Ring unveiled at the it, Xbox it was yeah it was on the Xbox okay, stage right, right yeah yeah so yeah there's there's a I think there's a lot more to that than just them being on stage, you know, like I think there's more to that to that whole thing, but yeah, very very interesting, very so, interesting. Uh, I personally, I think that'll show up at the game awards. I think I feel like that's time. But, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. what also might show up at the game awards? What also might show up? What but in got? the awards category. Okay. Okay. Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. I hope it does. I hope it does. Yeah, it should. Like, it. I I've been progressing in the story again. You know, Le- I played a lot of Legends over the c- past couple weeks with my friends, and that got me just hungry to play more. And I was like, hey, I'll just dive back into the story. Um, so I'm making my way through. Um, that game is great. That's such a good good game. <laughs> um, I don't know if it would get nomination for Goaty. I, I I think there's a solid chance. If it doesn't. I think it should win in like overall like score of a of like, a game like musical score or yes sorry okay. sorry like musical score sure. I think that's where I would like to see it be a highlight like yo like fire yeah I love the, the score in Ghost the Ghost music is so good but also Final Fantasy VII remake came out this year so. damn it Christian. um damn it. Damn it. <laughs> now what I will say though like ghost is in the news because we have uh records breaking it sold five million copies worldwide so far it is confirmed the fastest selling new ip released on the playstation 4 generation which uh means it took that title from horizon zero dawn which is kind of astounding to me because horizon at the time was such a huge success story of like brand new ip gorilla shedding kill zone doing this brand new thing super unique there's no other game that is like mismatched with a bunch of different inspirations like horizon and then they just sucker punch just made a really cool samurai game <laughs> like absolutely and absolutely i i'm just surprised that a game that on its surface is just so straightforward was able to dethrone horizon which was such a unique thing right like I feel like on paper, if you have this game that is about um, sort of stripping things down to like a prehistoric culture and then implementing robotic dinosaurs in ruins of cities versus revenge story on based on a historical, historical location and it's a samurai turning into a ninja, like on paper i feel like the one that has more eyes on it and the one that gets more attention 
would be the robot dinosaurs right mm-hmm. like am i am yeah. i foolish to think that that's the one that would draw more attention no no D- definitely definitely because like i mean like ghost's story like at his core is more grounded mm-hmm. obviously than robot dinosaurs right, you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah 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 mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely but i loved seeing this because now we have had in the same generation back to back two new ips take that top selling new ip you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like so i i hope that i mean number one of course it's not just because it's a new ip it's because the games are really good from mm-hmm. horizon and ghost right yeah. but i also do hope that like this is more proving grounds of them having the you know thought process of like hey let's try something new with like like let's be even more open to like if a studio you know wants to you know they feel that they are done with this old ip that they've been making and they want to do something new like i hope that you know they 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 have more shackles to just let them loose and let them try something new and like we've been seeing that of course with days gone as well mm-hmm. another new ip this generation that didn't sell as hot but still did very very well um so i'm just gonna be excited to see like this news and how it breeds new ip into the playstation family into the ps5 generation you know for sure uh also i'm excited for two ghosts tushima at this point like yo definitely because definitely absolutely like i I led with the the horizon stuff right but let me be completely transparent i think ghost is the best new ip this generation i i think it's better than days gone i think it's better than horizon personally um so i'm super excited to see the future of ghost of tsushima and sucker punch um because yeah just i'm glad it sold this well because i think that the way we saw the success of horizon and we're like oh zero dawn two easy count on it launch ps5 like i think ghost uh ghost of tsushima 2 or whatever they do with the follow-up to this game i think that's an absolute certainty at this point you know and you haven't you haven't even beaten the game right no but i i'm assuming they're gonna leave it open oh no dude dude yeah oh oh man oh man it is it is gonna be i like the uh name two goes to shima is that's that's what we're doing all right but yeah i like that i like that i like that i like that Mm -hmm. let's keep that going (laughs) two goes to shima Mm -hmm. uh also in the news kind of a follow-up to last week but deserves a bit more discussion than just a patch note the mass effect legendary collection it's real it's been revealed we have details uh, they released a maybe like one minute long, I think it might have been like 90 seconds, uh, announcement video on N7 Day. Of course, the, the the day of Mass Effect fandom celebration. And it announced with the CG renders of everything, not actual gameplay, that the Mass Effect Legendary Collection is real and it's coming spring 2021. Uh, this includes all three games remastered for PS4 and Xbox One playable backwards uh via backwards compatibility on next gen with a few more um like just optimization things but they were intended to be remastered and remastered around the hardware of ps4 xbox one uh includes all the dlc for all the games uh weapons armor sets 4k textures and hdr so um if you're looking forward to mass effect 
regardless of where you play it, you will be able to buy it on PS4, Xbox, and that, again, via backwards, you can play it on next gen. They didn't really go into detail about what the benefit would be, but, and we kind of assumed this last week, you and I talked about this, but it very much does sound like, hey, these games were current gen remasters that are going to play with the same benefits you get from playing another current gen remaster on PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. Which, I mean, totally makes sense, yeah. right? Like, clearly this was targeted for the PS4 and for the Xbox One. Damn, wait. Oh, so I guess we could say, like, last gen. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the PS4 and Xbox One and all that. Um, But I'm personally cool with that because, you know, even if you just give me, like, a little resolution boost, maybe a frame boost, I'm a... Hey, I'm easy to please. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's that that sounds great. Um, but I'm very excited for this Mass Effect remaster. This Mass Effect remaster trilogy. Uh, you all know, or if you don't know, I haven't played Mass Effect yet, so I'm very very excited to finally get through that um, trilogy of games and see what the hullabaloo is all about. And I kind of want to play Andromeda too. I want to see because you say it's not that bad. So yeah, it's not. But like at the same time, if you get your full, if you get your fill in the trilogy, you don't have to play Andromeda. Like I played Andromeda, and I was hyped for Andromeda because it was a long time since Mass Effect, and it's like, oh, this is the follow up, you know. Like if I was starting out, I feel like I'd be content in the trilogy. There's like a hundred hours of game right there, probably more than that. <laughs> so, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. Very excited. Uh, again, no solid date beyond uh, spring 2021. They didn't really detail any super massive changes that may or may not be implemented to the first game that was rumored uh, from like Jeff Grubb and a couple other people recently. You know, there was that report that Mass Effect 1 was getting a lot of work done to it, making yeah. it play the way 2 and 3 do. Like, I, to my knowledge, the official release did not say anything along those lines. Uh, but what was teased in the reveal is that Bioware is currently working on a new Mass Effect game. So that is also very exciting too. Mm -hmm. That is also very very exciting. Yeah, and then, like I'm sure like a lot of fans are very very uh, hyped to hear that. You know, um, I bet maybe some are a little bit scared because of what happened with Andromeda and Anthem. now that wasn't and Anthem. Shot to Anthem. Shot to Anthem. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, specifically, like, in Mass Effect, like, I'm sure, like, you know, there were a lot of fans that were let down with Andromeda, and now they're, like, a little bit hesitant on how good a new Mass Effect could be after Andromeda, but I'm excited to see it. I, I'm excited. I think that, you know, going back to the roots and, like, coming over, I mean, like, hypothetically speaking, like, you, you would assume, like, I bet there was some thought of, like, all right, like, where did Andromeda, like, fall for the OG fan? And how can we, you know, get some of that back without completely changing our vision of what we want Mass Effect to be in the future? You know? Like, I think yeah. that there had to have been a competition like that. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. Like, it's not like they don't know that Andromeda wasn't re received well. So Right. Also worth yeah. noting that uh, the main Bioware team didn't do Andromeda. They are the ones working on this new one um okay because when andromeda was in development they were working on anthem 
and we know how that turned out. But if I had Game to, if I had to bet right now, I would say I would be more inclined to bet that um, it is something like a Mass Effect Four over in Andromeda Two. So, you think they would call it Mass Effect Four or like Mass Effect another name? After I don't know. Because the thing is, we just did Mass Effect, another name, and that was Andromeda. So, like, I think because we're getting the Legendary Collection, uh, because that is 1, 2, 3, that's how they're bringing Mass Effect back. I think it makes sense. Kind of like Crash 4. It's like, hey, all those other games didn't exist, right? Oh, okay. Good point. Yeah. It's like we bring the Insane Trilogy back, and then we do Crash 4 right after. I think it's going to be something more along that line than, like, a... I mean could anything else could have i don't know the ending of mass effect 3 yeah. right could they do a mass effect 4 that would make sense like you catch my drift like like yeah. could, is that even feasible could they i would think, it even make sense to call it mass effect 4 i think they could you know okay. um they can, anyone can write their way out of anything you know it's, it's who cares at this point but <laughs> Uh, with that, it's time for Pro Gamers Only. This is the Guinness World Record 2011 Video Game Edition. Uh, Kevin is going to pick a page between numbers. Let me double check this. Between numbers 10 and 191. Ah. I was I was gonna say five for PS5, but instead mm-hmm. we'll do uh how about 112? 112. It's kind of like November twelfth if you reuse the one. Sure. So we'll 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 do the launch day for PS5. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, okay, 112. Record breaking games in the category of action adventure games, specifically okay. 3D platformers. All right. So Kevin, okay. You're speaking my language. Okay. For okay. some okay. reason, the biggest thing on this screen is Jake Gyllenhaal as the Prince of Persia <laughs> in the 3D platformer section. So let's see what this is about. Why is that such a joy click ass reference? I know. <laughs> we get 3D platformers and we get the Jake Gyllenhaal Prince of Persia movie on the same page. Hell yeah. Highest grossing video game movie, record holder, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. With a worldwide box office gross of over 326,813,000 and rising, the film adaptation of <laughs> Prince of Persia surpasses rival 3D platform series Tomb Raider as the biggest gains in movie box office success, while the film starring Jake Gyllenhaal in the title role could only manage second place in the US and UK charts on its first week of release, its staying power, combined with substantial revenues in international markets, enabled the prince to take the Guinness World Record crown. Uh, the other thing on this page, oh my god, okay, we're gonna get to this, hold on. Um, so we see Jake Gyllenhaal takes up the majority of this page, I'm holding it up to the camera. Then beneath it we have, uh, Super Mario, you know, uh, most critically acclaimed platformer, holder, the Super Mario Galaxy series, so the two of them. Uh, with an average online rating of 97% on review aggregator site Metacritic, Super Mario Galaxy 2 equals Super Mario Galaxy's score as a near-flawless game. Both titles picked up 10 perfect scores from 
sorry, perfect 10 scores from the notoriously critical games magazine Edge of Mario's four 3D platform adventures, only Super Mario Sunshine, Mario's platform debut for the GameCube, failed to elicit a 10 from Edge. Thankfully, with the Mario Galaxy games, it took the franchise back on top form. Okay. And then bottom right corner in the smallest section. This this is terrible. Guinness feel bad. The smallest section of this page. Okay. Most successful video game heroine. What? Oh, come on now. The smallest come thing on, on the whitewashed now. Prince of Persia page. Alright. On the whitewashed Prince of Persia. Alright. We have Oh man, you hate to see it. What was it, 2011? Uh, 2011, yeah. 2011? The uh, record holder is Lara Croft. With global okay. sales for the Tomb Raider series in excess of 28 million units, Lara Croft beats out Bayonetta, chops down Chun-Li, and minces Ms. Pac-Man to claim the title of gaming's most successful heroine. Lara is now such a recognizable pop culture figure that she has even appeared in TV adverts endorsing soft drinks. That's it. Endorsing soft drinks. Yeah. Hey, 2011, she's got competition. You know, Nathan Drake was in that Subway ad. <laughs> oh, man. Shot to 2011, man. That's okay. That was that was a very Joy Clicks ass page. Yeah. I tell you. That was very, 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 very on brand. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Good stuff, PS5. Good stuff. Good stuff. With that, it's time for POTS. POTS, 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 POTS. There was another interesting nugget in the news this week. Uh, you and I talked about it a little bit off air. Uh, via a, I think it was like a financials report or something. Actually, no, it was an ad. It was an ad for like the, the launch week of PS5. The ad showcased the 2021 lineup, right? We got like Ratchet and Clank in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else was in there. Maybe the God of War reveal was in there because that was revealed 2021. But the, the the headline that came out of this was Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry. Horizon Forbidden West. Dude, I do the same thing. No, I say Horizon Frozen Wilds. <laughs> sure. Into the Forbidden FW. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's those, oh my, like every other time I call it Frozen Wilds. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Fro- yeah. 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 For for Rhythm West is a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh well, oh well. So that was showcased in this trailer, and then in like tiny text, it said, "Hey, Horizon is being aimed as a I don't know if it's a fall or holiday, but second half 2021 game for PS5 and PS4." I think it said second half for Horizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because they're saying second half 2021, that's not fiscal year that is calendar year so january to december is what they're counting there so that would mean horizon forbidden west uh (laughs) is dropping between july and december of 2021 now alongside this game the only other confirmed 2021 games that i can think of off the top of my head are ratchet and clank rift apart and god of war ragnarok let's just call it that for now i don't know if that's official um i don't think it is but there might be a couple of other smaller titles in there like um rocket league but twisted metal that's coming next year destruction all-stars um 
I thought you were naming a game. I was like, damn, what game is that? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that new crossover oh, oh, <laughs> So we can just oh, we can just talk. We can just see our predictions, our guesses for what the PS5 2021 calendar looks like. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um I guess first question. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Were you surprised that Horizon was stamped as a second half 2021 game because in my head next year as long as nothing moved would have been like ratchet in march horizon in may or june and then god of war in like november uh yeah yeah i think i think i was thinking like summer you know for for horizon but i guess in retrospect like i don't really I'm not really that surprised, I guess, but like it would be weird to see Horizon be like the main key mark like fall title for PS5. Which like I mean, I think it really can be that. I think that, you know, Horizon has proven in itself that I think it really could be like a big November release or like October, September type release, like some of the Spider Man was back when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I could see like a really big September release before all the uh third party fall games hit in November. Mm-hmm. I could really see that um for horizon but i don't know because like i think that they didn't mention god of war intentionally here even though they said it was coming out 2021 like hypothetically speaking if god of war is still coming out next year which i don't believe it is but hypothetically let's say it is i think i think that the only reason why they didn't bring it up in this trailer is because like there wasn't really any footage shown from god of war right right because like we're you gonna show just the blue I see Omega symbol, like, you know, that's not, you know, but mm-hmm. the, like th- that w- would be weird to put in the ad, I think. Um, so, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, so kind of follow up question. Um, since we all were kind of operating under the idea that Horizon hit first, then God of War, mm-hmm. do you think, like, I know we got Ghost like a month after part two this year yes but yes i i feel like it's slightly different because like part two hugely anticipated sequel ghost new ip i think with horizon and god of war 2 both of those are sequels those both those are big sequels so like same half is interesting to me i don't know if i see that happening like i'm more surprised on that like hearing horizons 2021 second half made me think oh so god of war is getting pushed right like there's no way that's same half because like yeah yeah why and then the other thing i want to ask you was is there some wild backwards world where we just get a huge blowout state of play in december or january and god of war hits in like may no way no 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 way no way like no like i don't that i mean but okay i'm not saying that's impossible i'm saying it's impossible for what i think god war ragnarok is right like if it's another like lost legacy like hot like half half game if you will not like half in like quality but like half in the like standalone game Right, like if it's like a Miles Morales or like a, you know, more 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 like a Miles Morales now because Lost Legacy wasn't like the half step to like an Uncharted Five, as far as we know, 
as mm. far as we know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if it's that, I guess I can. I still don't think it hits in May, but I guess I can kind of see that. Well, but... yeah, it doesn't have to be May, but like before Horizon. Yeah, no, I just I just don't see it ever coming out before Horizon, unless like yeah, no, I, it, it would take like a big development like mess up or something like that you know for it to for it to hit before horizon personally you know also um consider this okay horizon is not reusing anything from the same world horizon we're going to a different coast you know like maybe some assets absolutely we are we are heading west the layout you know layout's completely brand new terrain everything right now when god of war came out Corey, a bunch of people from santa monica said hey we spent so much time on this one to assure we can make the sequels faster you know we're they did say that we're building off of the same world we already made so like horizon is a huge open world god of war is not a huge open world right and a lot of the foundation of how that world is supposed to exist was laid with um god of war 2018 the way spider-man made manhattan you know Mm. so i like i might just be like talking myself into this but if they really think god of war is 2021 and horizon's second half i could i could maybe see a crazy scenario where it god of war does hit first you know because i i think even if it's a, a huge new full story but mm-hmm. it's only a couple of new realms that could make sense for a three-year cycle i think i know you know yeah yeah because like god war is a lot of really pretty slightly open corridors kind of you know and then the lake like you're not gonna redo the lake it's late. And there were realms in God of War that you never went to or could never even access. Yeah, right? and a couple of them you went there and it was like a room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I could see a world. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, ah, that's so interesting. I mean, I'm just going off of like the like one step of like we have seen at least a – granted, not gameplay, but like I think a, in – you know what? I don't even know if it's an engine. Probably not an engine. Maybe it is an engine. But like we've we've seen Forbidden West, right? Granted, like that was that could likely have just been CG. You know, probably it wasn't like like this pre-rendered. On... You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just I just don't see God of War, Ragnarok coming before for coming before for Forbidden West. I don't know. You know, and like, hey, if I'm wrongly in my words, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely eat it, you know, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't see like, and I, what I actually want, you know, is I want God of War to kind of be in 2022 territory. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that we need to like flood the gate with all the exclusives in 2021. You know, I think like Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. We have Destruction All-Stars. We have Returnal, which Returnal and Destruction aren't first party, but, you know, they're experiences that are going to be either timed or first on PlayStation or only on PlayStation, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, which, you know, they have gone on record saying that, okay, like, we treat 
like what used to be second party is kind of no more it's more of like if we're publishing it we're right. going to treat it treat it like first party right so i think like why not use those to write out up until horizon for the west have her have like horizon be that sub september game and then third parties i'll take us to the holiday like always and then let's start 2022 a bigger install base on ps5 and let's let's hit a big with god of war in like a may or something like that you know yeah or, like or or uh april because god of war came out in april i think yeah it did i think yeah so that's what i think i want like i think if god of war is in 2020 is in 2021 i feel like it becomes a little bit like convoluted and like that's when like i don't think it needs to be you know yeah. like i really don't like i would rather see because then what does 2021 look like you know like you mean 22 uh, sorry 2022 like is 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 days gone too ready <laughs> you know i no, don't know but is Naughty Dog's is. next yeah is uncharted ready I so don't know. you know what i'm saying yeah i think that makes sense like that what you're saying makes perfect sense but I do think if they really are, because the thing is, we all when they saw we saw God of War in twenty twenty one, it was like, yeah, right, okay. But like thinking about it now, and like thinking about what work might have to be done to build off of that foundation, and then versus like what Horizon's going for, mm -hmm. I could maybe like I I think you're right. Where if God of War is late in the year and it hits after Horizon in the same half, that is crowded. I think the only way I see it in 2021 where it's not crowded is if God of War hits a couple months after Ratchet, Ratchet a couple months before Horizon. So if it is 2021, I think if I had to bet, I would say it's like the middle of the year, just in this crazy random scenario. But 2022 is probably when it's hitting, if I had to like play the odds, you know. Yeah. And for comparison, uh, because you were talking about like the crowded lineup and stuff like that, I pulled up the 2018 PlayStation 4 exclusives, um, just to run through real quick. Uh, this isn't in order of release, but I think we can sort that out between the two of us. Um, I'll try to do that. Uh, we had God of War, Detroit Become Human, um, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Tetris Effect, Spider-Man, um, that uh, Nino Kuni 2 and Moss and Shadow of the Colossus remake. So those are okay. all the, at least at release, um, notable big, oh, Fist of the North Star. Those are all the first, oh, first initially released on PS4 games, exclusive to PlayStation 4, either published or um, partnerships for that year. So like, just narrowing it down alone to like Spider-Man, God of War, Detroit, and Astrobot, I think you can make some comparisons between like God of War Horizon, um, Ratchet, maybe some other unannounced game. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What do you want it to be though? In that let like what do you want it to be hypothetically speaking because now like i want to pick your brain though you know what i'm saying now that you now that you bring it up like now i'm like oh man like what is what do you what do you thinking bud for 2021 yeah yeah or or or, or beyond i guess or sure um man how wild would it be if spider-man 2 is next year <laughs> dude because again dude. talk about what we do to miles talk about what they might be doing god of war 
like building off the foundation. You don't need to redesign Manhattan. You don't. Right. We have a PS5 version of Manhattan now. Make Brooklyn. Spend your time doing that. I don't know. Like, you know, like, hmm. I don't know. Because hmm. you go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. I mean, here's what here's what I see the next few the next few years going. All right. I think God Wars twenty twenty two. That's May, right? So uh, the main two, the main two from first party are Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. Which I think it's going to be like a March or April, and then Horizon for Bitter West. We're looking at like a September. In between the gaps, we have Returnal and we have uh, Destruction All Stars in February, which we already know that. So let's put Returnal like in the summer ish. Sure. You know, okay. for twenty twenty two. Damn, the Spider Man two hit fall twenty twenty two. Oh no, I was saying twenty one. You think? Oh, Spider Man two and. 2021 i thought that's what you asked me i thought you were like what do you think hits in 2021 because like i think numbers wise it's like you want to have four big ones i think for your year one you know if they have the capability to if the foundation is set for them to do that with their previous versions like god of war is building you know if it's 2021 then we know why spider-man hypothetically we have a ps5 version of manhattan with miles now you're not going to redesign Manhattan. Like, why? It's Manhattan. You know, Manhattan's Manhattan. Not much changes on that island. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can add to that. But I think, right. If again, if you're adding Brooklyn, that's like, Brooklyn's not the size of Manhattan, you know? So it's like, you're building there where the foundation is set. So I don't think Spider-Man 2 is going to be next year. But if I thought the question you you asked me was, ideally for 2021 what do i want to see and if we get a world where we get ratchet in february or march which is what i'm thinking god of war in again i'll just go my crazy theory may or something and then horizon in november i could see spider-man 2 hit like september or october or something and then the smaller stuff like returnal destruction all stars peppered in between I'm so excited. Damn, that is that is crazy. I uh, Yeah, I just oh man. Man. Christian, you're okay. Alright, my boy, okay. And I feel you. The let me I'll this is the last thing I'll say on why I think this we could see a wild twenty twenty one. Horizon aside. Okay. The stuff that I'm and like Ratchet's a smaller scale thing, you know, like technically it's really impressive, but the Ratchet and Clank games are like 10 hours each. Um, 2021, I think if you have a God of War sequel and a Spider-Man 2 that both build off their PS4 counterparts and are, again, maybe probably both releasing on the PS4, that leads 2022 to have more time for the games that need longer development cycles for sequels, you know? So, like, 2022, we could see to think of other playstation series like i don't think a day's gone too would be 2022 but like something along those lines where it's less about taking a foundation and building on that versus a full-blown sequel you know not not that spider-man and god of war aren't full-blown sequels but you know what i mean right like there's there's the 
we have the bones of the yeah, of yeah. the games there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like more so with Spider Man, I feel like than with God of War. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. for your first full calendar year, do those. Do the games that are building off of stuff that already exists and can't function on your previous generation while you're still trying to sell these new ones. And then 2022, we see less of that. Maybe that uh, 2022 is the Uncharted year, I think. The San Diego mm-hmm. Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've been, they've been working on that for a while. Yeah. You know, like like hypothetically speaking, uh, it's it's been a long time for that game. So. Yeah. Hmm. And considering that, and considering how Uncharted is positioned frequently of like when it releases it's the best looking game so far yeah ship uncharted as a non-ps4 release yeah right like i i think it makes more sense again if they're talking about two to three years of having a transition between consoles like in your first year get out the games that make sense that are building off of ps4 games you know so that's why my mind went to spider-man um that Again, that is purely off of nothing outside of the yeah. fact that Miles is already building on that for next gen. But yeah, do you think there's any other big thing? Like if God of War does hit, do you think it's just Ratchet, God of War, and Horizon next year? Like if God of War is 2021, then yeah. Now there's, there is that, again, like, you know, there is that wild card that there is evidence to prove that there's something going on in Gorilla involving multiplayer sure. uh, with like job listings, right? Like they hired someone that was like for like leaderboards and like server management. And I don't think Horizon forbid us wild leaderboards. Right? Unless they I make mean, a monster hunter mode. Unless they make that co-op, right. Unless they do that mm-hmm. co-op monster hunter thing. But I don't know. Like, I think there's more to that than just Forbidden West, you know? And, like, Gorilla's a big studio. They, they're they a very, very big team. I feel that, you know, like, now that they have Horizon as an IP built, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that you could have a portion of that team go and do something else, right? Um, so I think that's still, like, I still believe that there is something there involving multiplayer um, in terms of, like, a shooter, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it's Killzone again, whether it's uh, which I mean, I, I'd be down for a multiplayer like a multiplayer centric Killzone. Sure, why not? Um, you know me, I just want any first party shooter. Like, please, you know, give me that. So, in line with that, then, um, I think it would be foolish to write off the idea that PlayStation is probably going to position factions as a stopgap for their year you know like a couple months of nothing and then it's like okay the big thing for this quarter it's factions for 40 bucks with last was two remastered yeah yeah because i mean it's 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 probably that's the low end for them now so yeah i mean i i want to boot up part two on ps5 Mm -hmm. just to see if they somehow forgot to mention (laughs) Yeah, any that. work that they've done mm-hmm. but it's like you're very quiet and it's like very apparent with you had sucker punch talk about hey ghost of ghost of Shima, 60 frames this and the third ah, da, da. Yep. you know and like for them to be like very very silent it's like 
fuck y'all y'all doing a remaster with yeah with there, it's absolutely that's like a remaster that's like very clear now yeah. you know and like i'm not necessarily against that you know like i understand that like maybe this was their way to like make paying for factions a little bit better right like well yeah it's like the you same know? it's the same yeah. it's well it's not really one-to-one -one, but it's similar to what we talked about with like making miles morales feel like a launch title it's like okay for the 70 dollars price tag of next gen you include a spider-man remaster you know right like it's, it's that kind of thing of like yes you're maybe you're paying for part two in your head and then as a bonus you're getting factions or like maybe that's how they justify paying for part two more so of like hey we all know you really want factions and you love it so buy this release of factions and to make it worth the extra stuff you get a remaster of part two you know right so like right, similar right, to the right. way they position miles but yeah i'm totally with you the fact that they haven't said outright like other devs have that yeah i absolutely think that part two is getting a a re-release remaster type deal yeah definitely 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 which like you know i just want factions mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like you're right like they could treat the release of factions like a like a re re i mean because it is a release of a game you know what i'm saying like, like they could do that to I don't know if that's more of like a peppering to them. Like I don't know if it's like on the same level as like a Returnal or a Destruction, or if it's like a Ratchet and Clank, a Horizon, a God of War. I'm not sure where they would gauge that, you know, or mm -hmm. where they would kind of position it to be in, in terms of like scheduling layout. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of like who else hasn't talked about their next PS5 project. Like, okay, so Naughty Dog, we technically don't know um and so i mean when you'd count know. factions though right because that is a game that's yeah, launch yeah. On yes gen. yeah sorry yeah 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 um i wonder when days gone hits because like you know not spoiling days gone but it's 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 getting a sequel it did very well for uh sales wise and everything you know it, it did um better than they expected and everything so yeah i have uh yeah two things about days gone one i always forget this it came out in 2019 so I don't think we're getting a Days Gone 2 in 21, but unless it, again, is following that God of War thing, so I'll ask you this. Does the, like, the cliffhanger, whatever, of Days Gone make sense that we'd be in Oregon again for Days Gone 2? Yes and, uh, I mean, yes, it would make sense for it to be in Oregon again. I don't think anyone. Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. I'm talking of like the way that Spider-Man Two is still going to be in Manhattan, of like being able to reuse the map and then like get it out faster. Like, do you think it would go that route, or do you think it would be more of like, hey, now we're in Dakota? Gotcha. You know. Like... No. Um. No, I think that they would leave Oregon. I think that okay. I think that it would it would leave like. Yeah, like I think it would primarily leave Oregon. I think. Okay. But I mean, like, if they want to do it again, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess. But I think that I think that they want it to be somewhere. Like, I think we'll get a Forbidden West type deal where we're gonna go somewhere else in the world. I think you know? that's fair, and I I think yeah. for that reason, in my head, I feel like Days Gone is a ways out. Um. Yeah. Right. Right. Especially you know like 
bend yeah they financially and like sales wise they sold great but like there was a lot of things that they can improve in a sequel that i'm sure they have earned the time to take now definitely so definitely but definitely. going quickly going back to the the part two remaster idea mm-hmm. do you see them positioning that as a like a big release for them next year like do you see them being like hey so for 2021 we have Ratchet and Clank, God of War, Factions with Part 2 remastered, and Horizon Forbidden West. Like, do you see them positioning that in a way that is, again, another push to sell PS5s, another um, notable, we think of this year, that's a big thing for this company, that would fill the void of what I think a Spider-Man 2 would fill? Of like, hey, awesome, another new thing to just push. Like, do you think for new content, they would rest on like, okay, yes, the big hitters of God of War, Ratchet, Horizon, and then the weird other thing that I think is going to be Spider-Man 2. Do you think they would put in a Last of Us Part 2 remaster with factions? I don't know if it would be positioned like that. I'm not sure. I don't I don't I don't think so. But unless like factions is like some like huge inc- like legit could be like a standalone by itself, but they just threw in remaster cuz why not? Um like if it's like, you know, cross play with PC or something crazy like that or just like something like that's completely just bigger than what we're ever expecting from factions. I mean that's Maybe. kind of what they've been teasing it to be, right? Like they yeah, they 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 definitely have said that like, you know, factions is is the last we heard of it was uh um it's not called Outbreak Day anymore. Fuck, what's it called? The Last of Us Day. Um where Neil was like, Hey, and about that one other thing, guys, it's gonna be worth the wait, you know? And that's yeah. just dev speak, I get it. But like I believe them when it's when it's gonna be something that is super super ambitious like i really do believe that yeah because sure. you and i've talked about this on the show before i still think it could be going not again not as the whole thing but like having a, a mode or campaign type deal that is more in line with something like a fall 76 of like yes there's a br opener area you can build up a camp instead of a menu right instead of the menu of like oh this person got sick it's like okay no you have a base you have a base where you can go to upgrade things. Uh, you can run into other players. Maybe have some PvP sections of like. I, I think because they're separating it that way, and they're talking it up this much, then maybe we get something that ambitious. But either way, even if it is just a beefier version of the factions we already know, and then you're including Last of Us Remastered to position it as a full seventy dollar release, the way they did with Miles and Spider Man Remastered. The more we talk about this inevitable thing that's probably happening, um, yeah, I feel like that's probably the the fourth thing. I feel like that's the other one, you know, because then position twenty twenty two to be Spider Man two, Uncharted's back, new IP, maybe, you know, like I I, I don't know. Hmm. Makes sense. Now that you brought up that, like, if we like. If they position like Last of Us Remastered in some of the vein of like 
Spider-Man remastered is on the heels of Miles. Yeah. Right? If Last of Us Part 2 remastered is on the heels of Factions, if, if, if Factions is this big of a deal where they could make it optic, like, because it's hard, because, like, I, I just think that, like, the average person, because Factions is right now just a mode yeah. in Last of Us that a very niche group of us love, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, you know, the most popular thing in the world, but, like, in PlayStation, it's a big deal, I would say, right? Like, definitely, like, like to the hardcore. So, it, it'd be a matter of, like, if they made a factions that, like, is on the level of, like, that transcends just being a mode in a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I think the heavy work has to be. So, I think maybe seeing that happen. Like, them, like, really carving out, like, two months of, like, hey, like, it's you know, factions and part two remastered time, you know, mm-hmm. by by itself, you know? Yeah, because even if it's not, even if it is just, like, a progression of the factions we already have uh, with new mechanics from part two and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think including the part two remaster makes up for that the way that, um, or not including it because you're putting it in there so you can charge whatever you want for it, but, like, the same way Miles being a lost legacy type game with a remaster of the full Spider-Man, like, I, I, that makes up for the fact that it's not Spider-Man 2, you know? So I feel like if it's a Factions that's like, hey, yeah, it's progressing Factions, but on its own, this would have been like 30 bucks. Yeah. I could see that. So if we can... We both think Factions is hitting next year, right? I fucking hope, dude. <laughs> I fucking hope, dude. So I hope, bro. I need that. Let, Absolutely. Then let's roll with the idea that the big, notable, huge releases are Ratchet god of war horizon and factions with a part two remaster Mm. how do you think that calendar looks if you had to put them in like windows or months or quarters or whatever however specific you want to get how does that shake out next year okay um yeah this is gonna be have though because like i like i know you were saying hey let's like pretend that all of all of all of these are confirmed I still don't think God of War hits hits next year, but like let's 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 just dance with this, right? Yeah. So hmm, okay. I'd put Ratchet in damn, like we're we only got a lot of time because I don't know how much weight they're gonna give destruction slash if. It's free, so none. Yeah, okay, so let's let's add like, like, that's an ad. That's an ad on the story, right, you know? Man. Cool. Right, for two for two months and not saying anything about the game because i'm honestly yeah, no, i'm looking forward to playing that game it looks like it'd be fun yeah but like no, no, I feel, yeah. they're not going to carve right. out yeah. space of not releasing something when they're giving it away for free all right ratchet and clank february mm-hmm. ratchet and clank is february right does that give me anxiety already because the uh, shame series that i still gotta do that's like eight games it yeah. does it does yeah am i looking through that list and really you know Thinking, okay, which ones aren't essential? I digress, right? Ratchet and Clank, I think it's February. I think we get... Hmm. Oh, damn, this Because I think factions, you can easily do like a, hey, here's a year anniversary, guys. It's been a year since part two. It was a great time. Ah, da, da. Here's the remaster. Here's factions. Let's do it in, uh, what was it? June? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was June 20th or June 19th, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they would do a year anniversary thing of like, let's put it around there. Right. So let's like put it around June for factions. Now, then we still have Horizon and God of War. That's where, that's where things, that's where things get kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause Horizon is absolutely second half. We know that as a fact. Yeah. Then I guess, you know, that would leave God of War technically in May, even though I think that's like so unbelievable, but like May, I don't know. So like, yeah. Cause well, I don't. I don't think they would drop Horizon or any exclusive in November. I think they would do like a September, October. It, it is, I think, like the latest we could go. Right. And to you be know? like, we're getting first party stuff November this year, but that is because PS5 is launching November. So, like, yes. that's why yes. it's just for people that aren't 100% of yeah. like, why not November? So, it's like, that's why. It's it's totally not normal to have exclusives in November. That's, that's Yeah, unless you're like a Nintendo game. Unless you're Nintendo, but like, which Nintendo has very little rules. They just kind of just, you know, do their own thing. Yeah, because like November, <laughs> November, December for them are their best-selling months. So like, that's why Smash dropped in December. <laughs> you know, it's like, and Pokemon yeah. is in November always, so. Makes makes perfect sense, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, so then I guess you would put... Yeah, so then it would be Horizon in... I'll say I'll say September, just, just, just because. Um... And then, hypothetically, yeah, I guess God of War would be either because with July, August. Yeah, no, I don't see that. Yeah, I guess it'd be like May, but that's really, really tight, you know. I guess it's not so tight. Like if right, it's in February, March, May, June. Okay, I can so, see like an April. I can see like an April for God of War. Like hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Oh, so you're leaning into that, not thinking that God of War could be like October or something? Nah, I don't think God of War could be October. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think so. I mean, I think it could definitely fight in October. I I, I think it. I mean, it's gonna be huge wherever they put it. So like, it's not like it's really that you know, not like a, like it's gonna flop or fail if it's somewhere random. Yeah. Um, but nah, the, I don't really see October, man. So, this is oh. what I'm thinking for next year. What what do we got? February for Ratchet and Clank, I think. February or March. One of those gotcha. two. Um, I think God of War hits May. I think yeah. Factions and the Part 2 remaster is September for obvious reasons. Last of Us Day. Duh. Um, and then you, like, you're also dropping a new multiplayer release going into the holiday. So it's like, hey, my friends have this. Let's buy the consoles. Um, and then I think Horizon is either, I'll say October, you know, Death Stranding shipped October. They're not afraid to put a game in October. Um, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, I forgot Death Stranding was, well, I guess that's not first party, whatever. I, digress. I mean, it was, wasn't it? They funded it. Yeah. I guess now with the new second party rule. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 So I, I think Ratchet is February, March, God Wars, May factions, I think they love uh, Last of Us Day too much to not do something like that. And then Horizon, if it's the second half, it makes sense that that's October or November if it wasn't, you know, against the grain of what they normally do. But that's what I'll say. And then do you have a wild card pick? Do you think they drop five games next year? It's probably something smaller. 
Like, mm. for instance, I think after t- uh, today's tease, I think the next Astro game might be next year. Dude. You know what I would love, actually? You know what I would love, Christian? You know, you, you want to know now? I haven't played Astro's Play. I, I, I'm probably going to play it right after we're done recording this, maybe. Mm-hmm. Most, most, most likely, right? I want them to do... To, to kind of build on the Astros Playroom vibe, right? Give me a rescue mission without VR. Now, I know. That's like Kev. How? Because rescue mission, as far as I'm more, like, you need VR, right? Well, here's... I still want it, though. <laughs> like, I think if, if, like, you've played it, like, if there's a way that we can make that accessible for everyone... No, you absolutely can't. I'm just think I'm I'm I am I am down with that. As, but, but, as someone who's played ahead. Rescue Mission, you can absolutely make it work without VR because the VR just works as you being the camera. That's it, okay. and you just have okay. full range of looking anywhere. I think you can probably make that work. Um, maybe have like preset camera angles so you can get the full view of like the secrets and stuff. Right. Um, I just think you lose some of the the reason why people think it's so amazing. I think you lose that if you take VR out of it a little bit um but i don't think that would stop them from releasing that game um i think a astro sequel that's designed to not be released in vr so i again i haven't seen all playroom but if astro's playroom like has that same charm and uh, things that i love about rescue mission in it as a non-vr game and they can make that work then yeah i think that could be huge so Dude, I'm so excited. I'm really excited to play Astro's Playroom. Yeah, you're probably gonna love it. This all those like Easter eggs in there. I'm sure you've seen a couple of them. Yeah, listen. I mean, if you show me Avita, like I'm in. Fuck <laughs> it, I'm in. I'm in. Do oh, you think man. honestly the way Astro works and the way they use um at least with Rescue Mission like the hardware of like being constantly seeing the DualShock Four and stuff like that? Mm. I would not be surprised if greg miller that crazy person managed to get a vita island level i would not be surprised oh my god christian if vita island is in this i swear on my life i'm fighting for it for like at least goatee top three. i <laughs> promise you i promise you i'm gonna fight for that i'm gonna if, fight for that if not this one then maybe this astro rescue mission 2 ps5 absolutely. game in 2021 has it absolutely absolutely but. absolutely uh, I think that's going to wrap up our predictions and everything for 2021 on the PS5. So until then, Kevin, where can everybody find you? YouTube.com says plays in source. Obviously, the main star for the next few weeks slash for the foreseeable future, of course, PS5. Uh, Miles Morales stream series episode one already happened, but you can catch Friday night, the day this uploads. We're probably doing an episode two, most likely, 100% likely are uh so you can check around for that and of course pace have content um on the channel there's already two unboxings of the standard edition and the digital edition my only right here digital uh as well as a complete thorough i haven't recorded it yet but i'm gonna make it the most in-depth nitty-gritty i want to see every possible menu altercation you can do for the ps5 ui menu i want to really get in there really know what this can do uh, and all that great stuff. And of course, twitter.com at PSOurseVids. And uh, yeah, of course, here on Droid Games Gamescast as well. Yes. Christian, 
Where can, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Chris and Buckley. This show right here is available on youtube.com slash joyclicks, where uh, if you're nostalgic about the last gen already, we have our series of uh, top tens, counting down the best of the best. We just wrapped that up. Our top ten games the generation are out there. Uh, we talked about one of them, or we talked about our number one in this episode, so check that out. Uh, this show is also available though, in audio format on YouTube, no, not YouTube, audio services like page, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> a variety of others. If you can rate a review on that platform of your choosing, it'd be greatly appreciated because it helps us out a ton. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash joyclicks is where you can get involved with the channel at the one, two, and five dollar tiers to get stuff like producer credit, like Chris Sackis and Aaron Easton do. So thank you very much. And, um... Yeah, that wraps it up. Next week, Kevin, I, I realize we have to start goatee stuff. No. We do. We do. We get we get no breaks. We just did six months of Nothing. top tens. <laughs> looking back at an entire generation. It's not it's like, okay, now look back oh, at this man. year. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Wait, so what? Cause, oh, I mean, you know, this is like off 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 air stuff, I guess. But yeah, we're David got to talk about that. Because mm-hmm. we have four weeks until Game Awards. Yeah. So at least two of them are, you know, our and our choosers for the awards mm-hmm. when they announce it. And then the second to last is Wager. So the first two we need. Right. Honestly, it. those might even be streams. We're going to figure that out still. But, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, look forward to the Joy Coast Goaties, the first annual later this year. But... Uh, until then, it's pizza time. It's pizza time.